Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Brooklet Games. Go to patreon.com backslash Brooklet Games for beautifully crafted content that provokes creative problem-solving and dramatic scenarios. Brooklyngames.com, find zines and more, patreon.com backslash Brooklet Games. Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, and I want to welcome our returning guest, Jeffrey M. Baker, the uh, creator of, uh, lead designer, and head illustrator, all of Happy Jack Games. Welcome. <laughs> well, thank you. It's wow, good to be here. So, that's a lot of hats to wear over there. So let me hear, you were on here recently, and we talked about a game that you have mm-hmm. called The Crypt is Open, sort of an end-of-the-world type situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, was I say you got something different out right now for Zine, Zine Month or Zine Quest? Is it, is it Zine Month or Zine Quest this is out for? Is it kind of a... This was a happy accident. Mm-hmm. I had just been working on this for the past six months or so and i just happened to be like okay it's time to release it uh and i actually was not aware of zemo and that kind of stuff (laughs) and uh my friend kirby at disaster tourism was like hey if you get it out in february it's perfect timing it lines up with this i was like oh okay (laughs) so i'm out of the loop but here it is yeah and kirby is the one who has given us weird which is yes. what this is based off of that you're Correct. working on now and yeah. as well as there there was there's a recent one they did as well that's kind of expanded is that guild is that guild. correct so kind of yeah. building on the weird framework exactly so right weird framework so this is based on the weird framework um which is why this is called weird dungeon a lot of us have kind of kept the weird in the title of mm-hmm. the game so kind I appreciate of that. yeah weird <laughs> so, it keeps, <laughs> but also nice because we know what things are going to be compatible. That's the way I see it, at least. It's like, yeah. oh, I know this is going to work with this. You know, at least they're all going to have a very similar structure. You know, uh, skeleton underneath that maybe we can start peeling ideas from each other, or <laughs> players can pick up all the things and start kind of putting them together and coming up with other weird games of their own. I think uh, Wired is one of them but it's kind of you know has a similar vibe to it uh fungible i'm trying to think of of uh all all the other games there's a couple that i've seen now but i and i and i'm a terrible human being i see a lot of games so i cannot pull the names up off the top of my head (laughs) yo it's it's tough but it's great that there's that many games like i love to see how much is i mean i've already backed two other things since i've released my stuff i've been mm-hmm. looking at what else is coming out this month I'm like oh, i want to back them so it's great yeah i i want to back more than i can i'm a little limited on what i can and can't back. yeah that's true yeah I, I, I hit my limit definitely but as far as this game is concerned uh using the weird framework basically it was a happy accident i was working on uh, a game jam with with them a, long, a while back and it was like hey come up with and i think i talked about this last time too it was like to come up with a game that's only four pages long and uses one die <laughs> and i had started working on what at that time i was calling the mini mega dungeon yeah I and like it, the idea was that it was f- a four page way to build a mega dungeon oh i love it in four pages how can we build a mega dungeon I found that to be impossible with the way I was designing. <laughs> oh, no. The way I'm fitting this in four pages. So I just kind of set it to the side. 
and worked on something else. And so when Weird Framework came out and I was looking at it and I was like, wait a minute. And I went back and looked at these old rules I had. And I was like, these practically line up already with Weird Framework. I just got to do a little bit of tweaking and I can, can take this idea and keep working with it. And that's what I did. And that's where Weird Dungeon came out of that. And it's kind of, I don't know if people played Guild or, you know, for those that have backed mm-hmm. it, well, well, obviously they'll know it. Uh, yes. They've seen Weird Framework. They'll obviously know it. It uses the same structure. It's just the um, the three, you know, main stats trying to roll under those stats. You have your melee ap- aptitude and your spell aptitude. And then you're trying to roll under the uh, enemy's uh, hit die in order to deal damage to them. And if you mm-hmm. miss, the enemy does damage to you. No initiative. That stuff is stays the same. Uh, we still have Vigor and Vitality, Mind. One of the things we did switch those, which I'm very proud of, is we instead of social, it's called Beguile. 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 Because the way uh, it's presented in Weird Dungeon is all of the three stats are whenever you need to do like something physical, what we call all the ings, all the ings, mm-hmm. right? That's your vigor. You got to roll under to jump and leap or climb. If you need to do a check, you or you're that, jumping, right? leaping, and climbing. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, of course, beguile is all of your social interactions, but there's a derived stat we have coming off of that called sway. And sway allows the person, I think it's your like, beguile plus one at the beginning of a game to get that to get that thing so say you have three sway points when you come into the level of a dungeon you can spend those sway points to sway enemies onto your side in the level of a dungeon so it's a way of being so it's the the uh, hd the hit die of the creature that's how many sway points you have to spend to get them to join you mm-hmm so it kind of harkens back to the you know that old school way of like, hey, sometimes fighting, like fighting in every room, probably not the best idea. Yeah. Can we talk <laughs> our way through this? So it gives them, it gives players a bit of a meta currency, help them out a little bit with that. So in the middle of a fight, maybe there's a, a little gobbo or something like that. <laughs> like you there. <laughs> he, insult, he insulted <laughs> the loincloth you're wearing. Oh my. I heard him. <laughs> ah, so you can do stuff like that with, with your sway points. So you can kind of build a charismatic character that has functionality within the dungeon. Because what's really happening overall mechanically and the real thrust of the weird dungeon is this is a prepless dungeon crawler. It is designed to, we could just be sitting here going, ah, oh, what do you want to do? Let's play weird dungeon. Okay. And we all just sit down, make, because you can make characters real quick in the weird framework. Well, what's the dungeon going to be? We have 11 D66 lists, mm-hmm. which is like 396 entries oh of, of things to choose from. <laughs> and we have a step through a whole section called building the dungeon. And you go, okay, well, what's the le- first level? What's the level name? You roll on one of two D66 lists. That's the level name. And then we as a group go, oh, what, what is that level? Uh, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, what what does that get us? Uh, so let me. I'll pull it up. It's called the theme. Yeah. Let, so, is there any chance we could do a little roll in there? Yeah, man. Give me give me a d six six. All right. Do... I'm gonna I'm gonna use a I'm gonna use a a red and a yellow one because that's what I have in front of me. Sure. <laughs> a yellow will be ones and red will be ten. So I have a forty three. 
of 43. Do you want table one or table two? Uh, let me roll a uh, to see. I will say table two. <laughs> table two. <laughs> 43 on two. All right. The Smokehouse. The Smokehouse. It sounds like I'm going to get some Kansas City barbecue. Right? So it's like <laughs> we come up to the Smokehouse and it's like, well, that's our first level of our dungeon. And then we decide, like, why does this dungeon have a smokehouse? And why is that the first level? And so it's like, it's a seems like a real simple thing. But to me, because it's a weird dungeon, I'm like, maybe they're not smoking what they're smoking long pig there. If that's you, that's kind of where my mind goes first. Right. Is that, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like people meet. Exactly. So. <laughs> Now we're talking about like, okay, well, maybe there's like, okay, so we got cannibals there. Like we've already established we've got cannibals here at the smokehouse. This is what we're going to be interacting with. These are going to be the enemies we are dealing with. (laughs) And we've already got a lot built for us right off the bat just by the name and these kinds of things. And then we can move on to if uh, we want to decide room sizes, because what happens is then we go the number of rooms you can calculate uh, per level Mm -hmm. is the level Generally, like plus two is how many rooms are going to be there. Sometimes plus plus or minus a starting room. Okay. Yeah. Um. So at level one, you're going to have like I think it's like five rooms mm-hmm. on level one, and we have and sometimes you can do like I have a variant where it's like hey, or if you just want to do the number of players plus one, that's mm-hmm. how many number of rooms you can have, and then it just progressively gets w- more and more rooms as you go down each level. Right. The level determines. You know. Okay. Keeps adding rooms right progressively more and more per 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 level now now, exactly are we speaking specifically dungeon level or are we speaking a dungeon level that correlate correlates with the player level as well no it's 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 specifically dungeon level so this is it's supposed to be like almost like very old school you know was it might and magic those very like the old computer games where it was just about like find the key get the (laughs) key go down to the next and just keep going down you might have to backtrack for things so it's kind of trying to recapture that part uh, you know my childhood where we're, we're all like you know, you're just for, favorite forward facing. You press left to kind of turn your character. All four characters' views turn left. I don't know if you ever played those games back I, in the day. I'm going to be honest. I have an ex- very little experience with video games. I okay. played Frogger in the arcade in the early <laughs> hey, 80s and some Tetris. <laughs> Understood. Oh, I'm, I'm kind of out of the loop on a lot of that. <laughs> Man, well, that, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. You missed a, a, one of the best D&D, I have an air quotes, experiences as a kid yeah. growing up with, with those video games. Anyway, so it's to, to kind of simulate an experience of just really, this is a dungeon crawler. And you can play it either as just like, hey, let's just see how far we can go tonight. How mm-hmm. many levels can we clear in one evening? Or... You can say one person can take this book and build out a 20 level mega dungeon mm-hmm. and bring it to players and be like, hey, I've, you know, I've used all the prompts. I've built out the story. I've got a whole interweaving, you know, thing. Let's go and have a multi-year campaign that way if you want to. Because we also, um, for instance, let's say there's there's three of us. Yes. Part of the beginning of the thing is we're also going to determine how many factions or what the factions are. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so there's two of us. We're going to say there's three factions. We have a D66 list of factions. Oh. oh. So we've got 36 factions, which means every time we play this, if we start a new dungeon, yeah, we got a brand new dungeon every time. <laughs> this isn't, you know, 
we're not going to run across this. I think I did the calculations and it was it was seven point and I couldn't read the null the numbers with an <laughs> E at the end of it. The amount of combinations, you'll never be able to play the same dungeon twice. I like that. That's cool. Thing. So yeah, we've got things like the Covenant of Blood, the Righteous Defenders, the Iron Glaives. And so if we have these three factions, then we roll on the relationships table. We'll say, hey, the Covenant of Blood, are, are they're actually close allies to the Righteous Defenders. But the Righteous Defenders, you roll a D6, are uh, actively at war you know, with the other group. And then you take the last group and what's their relationship. So you kind of build this relationship circle with it, with uh, Mm -hmm. the factions and then go start playing the game. And then each time you come to a new level, you roll to see how many factions might be, might appear on that level. And then you as a group decide, well, what's our relationship with them? How are we going to deal with them? Mm -hmm. So it's really cool that way because you can also play what I call GM full uh, it's a term I've heard and I really like. So instead of saying GM less, we say GM full, meaning everybody at the table is a GM. Oh, I like Table's this. full of GMs <laughs> because I'm a player, you're a player, but we're all GMs as well because we're all deciding what's the level look like, what do the traps look like, uh, what are the enemies are going to look like, what are the damage they do, special abilities. Well, I'm going to role play, you know, in this scene, maybe I'll role play this NPC while you I'll control your players. To me, when you hear that term, it's become kind of a joke these days, but collaborative storytelling. Yeah. To me, that it's probably as close as you're going to get with true collaborative storytelling where everybody is actively playing and GMing at the same time because we are now building why this dungeon exists, why these levels exist, why why are this level lead to this level and so on and so forth. And so it's it's really fun that way. I like that uh, it has a slight no gods no masterish feel that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> oh yeah, we're all in this together. I, I like that. It's good. <laughs> and with the course, the other big thing is the only way to level up in this game is to get out with the treasure. <laughs> so, what happens is a lot of times the only way to reset your sway and your mind points and these kinds of things is to leave the dungeon. So when you get into a level, you come in with what you have and you're trying to push through that level with with the resources you got. Yeah. Clear it out. Get your magic items at the end. There's always a boss at the end of each level that you got to defeat. The boss has got the magic items that are going to increase, you know, your various abilities and make you stronger. Why? To take out the next level. That's why. (laughs) But the only way that's going to work is if you get out and we have, of course, a whole thing that says this is how much gold it takes to raise your vitality this is how much gold it takes to raise your beguile this is how much gold it takes to do this and it gets more and more expensive the more levels you go down so it's one of those things like you don't necessarily want to rush it you want to make sure that okay do we have we enough gold to make sure that we spend it and get our next bump up because we're going to the next level it's just about Going as deep as you can, I guess. <laughs> I, I like this. The, I'm, I'm a big Mega Dungeon fan. I'll say one thing that it, it that stands out to me about this that you're working on, and a lot of folks are doing the Dungeon 23 right now, and mm-hmm. a lot of Dungeon Masters are dungeon masters game masters whatever we want to call them are making dungeons and games all the time so even if you're looking to run something like that with weird or not it sounds like a great just resource for a dm to have in their library for game yes and that's so that's one thing i said it's like even if you don't use the weird framework at Mm -hmm. all 
these lists are system agnostic. There's not a single mechanic in any of these things. So the monsters are just monster names because the stats are based off the, the level of the dungeon. They're not based off the monster. So this mm -hmm. allows you to just take a name, look at the level, and we know how much damage it does, how many how many hit dice it has. And now we just decide like, oh, this is what it looks like. So this is what its attacks are going to be. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to I'll say this is very much inspired by Cypher system and the way they handle oh, yes. monsters. It's in completely inspired by that. I like, look, just let me decide what the monster does based off of what it looks like. Yeah. But the underlying mechanics just need to be supporting that. Well, I and I, a cypher system something I've been looking a lot more into lately. I've got the Numenera and I've got mm. the Strange and I've never played them. I want to play them. I don't want to run them because I don't want to be like, hey, someone oh. else DM it. I want to play it and experience it. And I also recently picked up the core. The, I think it's the first printing of the core cipher. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was really expensive, like 15 bucks on eBay or something. Ah, so I'm like, I'll get ah. the old, it's like 10 or 15 bucks. Let's yeah. get that one. <laughs> There's not that much difference. So you're okay. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll, I'll run it for you. We'll figure oh, out time. Yeah. I we'll definitely, get to, we'll get a crew. I definitely would like to play. I'll tell you 100%. The one game I want to play the most out of the Cypher System stuff, I'm really interested in Numenera. Strange looks okay, but Numenera, I'm very curious about. I got that. Yeah. You might be, actually, if you look between me here, you can see the little box set. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got the slipcase. Yeah, that I have oh. sitting there. And it is a beautiful piece of work. <laughs> I'll, again, Monty Cook Games do not skimp on their <laughs> premium products. It is nice. It is nice. Well, we're 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 coming close to yeah. time. Could you tell the listeners one last thing, uh, a little bit about what they can expect from the Kickstarter, like like book wise, yeah. where it is they're, they'd Great. be backing for getting and and where they can find all that. Uh, so the Kickstarter, what you're going to be getting with that, really, the Kickstarter is for a small print run. That's really what we're hoping for. And if you help with that, first level is, uh, at the ten dollar level is a PDF. Mm -hmm. um, so that's like a thank you. Hey, and, and so th for thanks for that, here's going to be the PDF of the book. Next level is the $20 level. That is a staple bound, you know, print of the, of the book plus PDF. Okay. You'll still get the P we always will give the PDF with the print copy. Don't worry about that. And then we have a $35 level, which is again, the print copy of the book, but also a print copy of all the art in the book. Oh. We have an art book. Oh, nice. Uh, that comes along with at that level, uh, which actually does seem to be the pretty popular level because it's again, not only just all the art, but it's me. I have little blurbs next to each piece of art uh, because I yes. drew everything in the book. So I'm talking <laughs> about why I chose that and, 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 you know, my thought process and maybe some little tidbits behind it at all. And another big thing I want to state is all of this, this game, all the artwork falls under the Creative Commons 4.0 BYSA. Oh, I like that. What what that means is because we didn't want to make you a license, we just said, "Here, Creative Commons is there; it works," and that means you can use all of this artwork included for your own games, even for commercial purposes. You can remix, reuse it however you want. All that's required is that you give attribution, and all of that stuff falls under the same license. So, if you use some of the artwork for your game. That's great. That artwork also needs to fall under the Creative Commons license to allow other people to to reuse as well. I think that's uh, something we're really proud of is to offer that for everybody. I'm a big fan of that. I'm I'm a Creative Commons like like I've gone back for a couple of decades. A huge fan on record of being a fan of the Creative Commons. <laughs> and it, it's great. I mean, um, it's there and and use it. 
So those are the three levels. We're looking for 1,500, about halfway there right now on day three or four, which mm -hmm. is really awesome. If we hit, I think it's like we have three couple unlocks, 2,000 basically just increases the quality of the print book mm -hmm. from a stable bound to a perfect bound. So it's got a nice spine to it. Yes. If we go to like 2,500, we're going to do uh, some UV spotting. Mm-hmm. We'll have to go back to the staple bound, but we'll have like a really cool, you know, much cooler cover, matte cover, but like the weird logo and the picture on it will be glossy. Oh, and if we hit 3000, you get the perfect bound book plus the UV spotting. So Ooh, that's nice. kind of like our woo, really cool thing. That's what we're hoping <laughs> for. Uh, so to incentivize that, we have stickers. You can go on to the Kickstarter Check out the stickers, which to get to the Kickstarter, I'm, I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. Just go to bitbit.ly backslash weird dungeon. That's weird, W-Y-R-D, dungeon. It's all one word. So bit.ly backslash weird dungeon. And that'll get you there. Check it out. And we're really excited to offer just this big mega dungeon that, hey, if you don't want to use the rules, that's fine. Hopefully you'll get a lot of use out of one of these tables. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Well, real quick, so we'll wrap it up. We're, we're over time. Could you oh, tell folks where they can find you on the internet and follow you and maybe get updates if they want those? Yeah. Uh, you can follow me at anywhere, pretty much at Happy Jack Games which that's Jack with just a K and I'm, you know, on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Tumblr, uh, Mastodon. Hi. <laughs> the one thing at this point I don't have is a sub stack, uh, Facebook. So just check out happy Jack games and we're there. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. It's been great getting a chance to talk with you again and catch up. Yeah, you too. Thanks for having me. No doubt, no doubt. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook, search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at, and TikTok at Logar Hill Crom. We're on Patreon. We can use support patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.